After about a month hiatus, after a, a what what the very special live episode was was really an opportunity for me to test some equipment to see if we could do a live show, uh, and that passed with flying colors. The content, though, for our listeners, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same without Porter uh, and uh, and the Silver Fox and our, our our amazing guest. What did you guys listen to? It? How bad was it? I mean. It wasn't great, but you know those guys are amateurs. You know it's their first podcast, right. so it's tough to carry you, Reg. Yeah, and you're you're three deep. Yeah, in. yeah. I mean, Porter. it's it, you got you got to cover for all your deficiencies, Reg, Reggie, and uh, it just it's not easy. They weren't there. I was I was carrying the load. The thing I think I want the listeners to really know is immediately the day after they were concerned about the content. And the, the 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 being in front of each other factor, like when you're able, it really amps up the swearing and the inappropriate comments. I'll just leave it at that. So what was on there was was about sixty percent of the actual recording. The rest of it we were not comfortable with having out there. I should say they were not comfortable. We'll have them back. They, they, and they you weren't. spent a lot of times talking about penis, and you still had to edit other stuff out. I still believe dick penance is a viable business idea, though. <laughs> That, I think we've got some. It's a very, it's a market that has not been cornered. I'm sure that and it has. Have you ever walked down Halstead Street in Chicago? I I have, um, but was I did I do I remember seeing any dick pennants? No, I do not. I don't know. Fox, they're probably it. out there, don't you think? Cutting. I can't say I've cutting content by the fox. He really brings he, in the ribbon comments. One. Okay. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, you know. He's he's liable to see one. All right, to, to, so outside, so mediocre at best. But we're going to pick it back up tonight. Any feedback and corrections from the last time, the hour and forty five minutes of last time? Like for example, well, I'm sure there was a lot. I'm sure there was did a you, lot of corrections. That did, did you? I think I fell asleep <laughs> listening to it. That's not good. So That's not good. I, I I I don't know what to say. You about also it. didn't uh, make it no, through the entire no episode, Fox. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, what happened? People were worried. I got four emails asking if you were alive. That's not true. No one cares about you. Well, uh, not for sure. I think there might have been a slight uh, connection hmm? issue. So, like the Wi-Fi went out? See what happens. We, uh, yeah, maybe, you know, testing the range a little bit too much. We've, we've, uh, we've made some adjustments for tonight. We'll see that. What, helps. did you, like, move the satellite tower? No, there's boxes no. inside your house, Porter, that you can actually... There, there, uh, first of all, the fact that he knows what a router is, I'm shocked by Porter, but he calls it a box. Just he, It reminds me of the Batman. I don't think he's rhythm. talking about a router. Uh, what are you talking about, Fox? Yeah, it's got lights on it. Oh, God. Okay, that oh, is God. a router. 
that's a router. Yeah, that thing. So we, 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 Hash, uh, we positioned it. Hashtag router talk. Struggle, struggle radio. Uh, okay. um, hey, you guys asked. <laughs> Um, though I do see Fox being a family that would have one of those big ass fucking satellites in his backyard. Yeah, no, I'm sure he does. Just just to get basic cable. Um, well, good news. We, our, our guest, we lost our guest for the moment. I'm sure he'll be back. Um, we don't need him yet. So, not yet. No, not at all. Um, any other feedback on the very special live episode? The good news is we can do a live episode. That's the good news. All the equipment worked flawlessly. So, that's positive. You know, we we should probably try and do that just so Fox can actually make it through an entire episode. It's the only way to do it. We need to get maybe another set of headphones or two, but I think we I think it's very possible. Uh, we just have to think of the event. I think a Thanksgiving celebration or for our election day coverage. Yeah, live election day coverage. That should be big. live election day coverage. We could really do it, and we got a lot of opinions that aren't already out there. He's back. By the way, okay, Greg, so- have you registered to uh, run yet down there? Jesus. Silver Fox, please. He goes by Greg Fox, too. We've gone over this. Your fake name is very fluid, just like your gender. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a registered voter. Yeah, he just he X's off Trump, and then he goes about his day. He just writes Trump in for every office. That's what he does. Um, all right. I don't know why you wouldn't. Yeah, have you seen the numbers recently, Reg? Come on. I'm not. They're going straight up through the roof. Yeah. Yeah, they really are. It's good. Everything's everything's going great, guys. Uh, How many factories have they built in your neighborhood lately, Fox? I mean, they got to be going up like Christmas trees. That does that analogy make sense? It was Christmas season. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, Porter, what are you drinking right now? A Miller Light. Oh, God, it, it tastes like piss. Nah, well, I mean, it's because I had to, to slow it down after all the, the two brothers, uh, you know, like IPAs. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what? Does, that's what's gotten you. See, you heard one of the Rim Tims try to steal your gig too. What's what's he drinking? Oh, no, that's fine. They, I mean, everyone else is allowed to drink. That's a good point. You know, that's a good. Point. Uh, it didn't sound like he drank enough, though. Well, you didn't hear a lot of it. There were some very strange things that happened, and uh, those are going to be called the lost tapes. I do have them. We're going to refer to them <laughs> as the gaslight tapes. And I kept telling those two, whenever they're ready to get out there, it, it was some really weird shit. We took on the – I'm just going to give you some of the topics. We took on the Mick Jagger, David Bowie romance, and we just got – we got a little too deep into it personally. That um, is a good story. It's a wonderful story. It's a story of true love and Christmas. What, what do you mean by personally, Mick though? Jagger, like, boned David Bowie apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we don't know. <laughs> We don't know. <laughs> he might be checking his sugar. Well, you don't drink Miller Lite. That wasn't me. <laughs> that wasn't him. That was a mystery person. Um, oh. <laughs> well, you're drinking so, Coors Light, Fox. You know, yeah, they're it's the same company. Exact beer now. No. Yes, they are. It's called Miller Coors. I don't. That's fine. It doesn't taste the same. Did you hear his argument back to you? No. That was his argument back. No, they're not the same company. All right. Well, whatever. I so, thought about getting Coors Light tonight, and I changed my mind. Just this is where this is where this podcast has taken us. Obviously, to mansions. Obviously, to success. We are going to be pursuing some sponsorships very soon. We can monetize this, and I just I just don't have anywhere to put all the money right now. I got to give actually Porter a lot of money in the very near future, and we're going to take care of that. Um, we are available on all major platforms: Spotify, 
Google Podcasts, iTunes. You can listen directly from Anchor or on Stitcher. Uh, if you leave a review, that really helps us. Uh-huh. Believe it or fucking, fucking not, we are over the 320 downloads total, uh, which is not that much. 320 really. million, right? 320 million? Well, each download pays us $80,000. So yeah. that's pretty good. We're doing, we're doing real strong. Um, I haven't gotten my this, check yet. Well, like I said, it's in the it's in the mail. It'll Fox, be in the mail. Have you gotten your Friday. check yet? No, I'm putting everything back into this. Well, Porter, well, just, well, he, he, he had to move his router. Yeah, you know? yeah you're gonna buy a new phone and router and for eighty thousand dollars and a phone charger. Yeah, all right. Um, Makes sense. So that leads us into our our guest, who was spurned to directly email strugglingradio at gmail dot com. Also, radio struggling at Twitter. Um, which I keep forgetting that password, but I keep tweeting at celebrities to get them to retweet us. It's just not happening. But I will tell you that Jerry Seinfeld or his publicist sent us a direct, a direct message really? saying thanks for the follow. Yeah, so that's huge. So I'm, I think it's safe to say endorsed by Seinfeld. Yeah, I think we might be on that, that Cars and Coffee show real soon. <laughs> I mean, we're filled with comedy, and just like every other episode, we've started slow. So let's bring in our guest, who we're either going to call Wilfred Hasselhoff or Wilfred Brimley, one of the two. But you are a diabetic, sir? 100% confirmed. What type are you? Uh, type 1 insulin dependent. So I'm the kind that uh, I'm, not, I'm not too fat for my pancreas. My pancreas just decided to pack up and leave town. Yeah, so what happens there? So it's just like when you hit a certain age, it just says, fuck it, I'm done. <laughs> You know, <laughs> he's sensitive. He's sensitive. The ju- it's a great. He brings up a great point. No, it's, are- a, it's a question that's plagued mankind for generations, and they still don't know, uh, Porter. And um, that's the that's the scary thing because you know you could wake up with it tomorrow. Like I, so I was. Um, I happen to be like, something else is going to get Porter. Just so you know, it ain't going to be diabetes. It's going to be his liver. Uh, well, yeah, it's no, better than a bear. You're gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna get out from a bear. Gay bear or brown bear? Or a le- yeah, or a leather daddy. Oh, God. I should have brought that up. All right. Continue, Wilford. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, there's there's some diabetics that get it, it juvenile, uh, you know, when they're either a very tiny baby or, you know, um, elementary age. I, I happen to be a roughly 22. Um, I, I was a, uh, a collegiate athlete at the time and, and stopped feeling my collegiate athlete self was losing weight and generally felt like death. So I went to the doctor and said, <clears throat> test me for AIDS and, and BDs because BDs ran through my family. And uh, unfortunately it came up BDs. Uh, so I, I kind of lost in that game, but you know, it, it is what it is. Oh, you call it BDs. I got, I got confused. It's like short for diabetes. Okay. They call it, they call it libabetes in the inner circle. If you're in, if you're in the circle, it's libabetes. They give it a positive connotation, but really it's, it's a death sentence. Um, so it, you know, it's, it's just, worth yeah. Don't out. you like start losing your legs and go blind pretty soon. It's gotta be happening. Jesus. She's order. He goes right. The guy through. has diabetes. Could you be a little sensitive? He's on the podcast to give He's people information. Yeah, it's, as I said on the live show, this is an educational podcast. Yeah, and we told everyone we give our listeners a platform, and here's I think probably our biggest fan. Do you think that you are an inferior person because one of your organs is such a piece of shit? 
Well, I mean, there, there's there's constant things around me, right? Like that tell me, yes, I'm inferior. Like, I mean, Reg, you've personally been there a few times to to witness things like uh, you and the Rim Tims. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. kind of my 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 <clears throat> attempt at dying in the Grand Canyon, or yep. um, you know, like that time you brought me on Mount Albert and my my uh, glucometer froze and I couldn't test my sugar. So that was really concerning. And then, and then there's a time that the event officials openly mocked me on the Mount Evans ascent. And every time I came to an aid station, they'd be, they'd be screaming, "There's the guy with diabetes!" Like mm-hmm. it was, it, it's awesome. So, it, but yeah, like did you, you have know, to wear so like the, a shirt that had a big D on it? No, he writes it. <laughs> he writes it on his arm in marker. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, just like a billboard. But, but, but you know what? You know what brings me? You know what brings me back? Like I, I don't think it's like an evolution thing that like I'm trying to get weeded out of the out of the the group because I, I look at you, Reg. And like they they pulled a fucking titleist out of your sinus cavity. Yeah, that's okay? true. That's and, a good point. And and you shit your pants or get shit on your co- on your on your shirt collar at least like once a week. Yeah, so that's like a, that's a good point. Let's let's so let's dive into that a little bit. Like there so, was there was a time once. Uh, well, I spent a lot of time on the road. Nobody on this fucking podcast cares or listeners care. But um, and I don't want to get too deep because, like I said, we went a little vulgar on the live episode, but. I have to wear a dress shirt occasionally, and after I had stopped at a Wendy's to go to the restroom, it was a white dress shirt. I think that's an important point. Yeah, there was some poop on my uh, – right around the wrist collar. I don't <laughs> I don't know what happened. I probably have IBS. Probably. So, so I mean, like, in comparison to, to the Reg, I, I mean, like – Look, I didn't get a winning hand, but I'm I'm winning at the gene pool Jenga compared to compared to Reg. So well, I think to compare to everybody on this podcast, the minute you said collegiate athlete, I think you all of us are like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, all right, well, you know, I don't know. Better. I think we need to go. I mean, there's a lot of like D. The, yeah, yeah, I could, there's a lot I of like D three tennis players. If I wanted to. I'm, yeah, I don't think he went to. Oh, let's just put it this way: you went to a prominent school on the East Coast, right in Philadelphia. Right? Is that right? Yeah, no. But uh, we could say I went to Penn. I mean, that'd be even better. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, you, you you've defeated. So, so I have a question for you, uh, Wilford. <laughs> when it comes to, to diabetes, like, are there any celebrities that you look up to? Good point. Like our diabetics, like you know, say a former Bears quarterback, for example. Yeah. Listen, listen. There, there's two. There's two easy answers, especially on this pro- on this podcast. Like, I mean, the first one being Jay Cutler. Like. Diabetes has allowed him to outkick his coverage in the in the romantic world, but like obviously it made him fail at sports <clears throat> because we're, I'm not even sure where he is now. Is he in Miami or on the bench? He's the star of reality he, show. Yeah, he's the star of Very Cavallari. He is the star uh, of that. Okay, show. I don't have cable, so it just, just just like the Silver Fox doesn't have Wi-Fi, I don't have cable, so we're kind of in the same boat. But um, I mean, but you look George, at his router. He moved his router for the show. <laughs> He physically so, moved his router. The question is, did so, he so, unplug it or did he just like move it and hope that it would still work? Yeah, he put a fucking extension cord on that. Oh yeah, he's got those really long extension cords. I bet those like two hundred footers. Um, so no, listen, listen. Most most type one diabetics don't don't live long enough to to be you know or to achieve their greatness, if you will. But. <clears throat> those that do, it's typically the most beautiful people in the world. So if you can think of the most beautiful actress and the most, like, just <clears throat> the, the one famous male that you really want to be, if, if they're both diabetics. They're both type 1 diabetics. You have, you have Holly Berry and Brett Michaels. Holy shit. I mean, Wait, I'm, Brett I'm in Michaels a fucking good... I'm in, I'm in good... 
I'm in good company. Good yeah, company. He's, yeah, he's type one diabetic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <clears throat> Boy, that's the second time in two weeks poison has come up on this podcast, which means fucking we're doing something right. <laughs> we are doing something right. Maybe, um, maybe the diabetes explains that stupid reality show he did. What was that called? Uh, first of all, he's done two of them: Rock of Love, yeah, Rock which of started. Love. And he did three seasons of that, which starred a person I used to bartend with. And then Rock Your RV, which I'm not really sure. I think he just went around and pimped RVs, which, <laughs> which someone on this show That actually show sounds does. like a good idea. Greg. It's a great idea. You, you should probably start a show where you, like, remodel RVs. What do you think? No, because all he would do is put vacuums in them. First of all, you know that he's doing something central, with children. You need a central <laughs> vac in that RV, don't you think, Fox? Absolutely. Is he there? Can we just move on to the next topic? <laughs> I don't know why vacuums always come up when the silver has to speak. I mean, can we just talk about something else? Well, can we say that it's your area of expertise? If you have one area of expertise, it's vacuums. Uh, there's no comment. Okay. Well, well, what do you think about RVs, though? <laughs> I, I think an RV is a, a huge waste of money. Okay. Agree, disagree. Agrees. Disagree. 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 First of all, we, bo we both. RV, what would you do with it? I just not care about anything in life. Or are you oh, supposed you want... to park, though? That's the problem. You could, you could park in Reg's neighborhood because if you go on Google Maps, do this. Do this at home. All the viewers, the <laughs> listeners, whoever yeah. you are, go go and, and, and Google Maps Reg's house. There is RVs parked in front of his house, on the side of his house, and back of his house, on top That's of his true. house. Like in the woodpecker shed, like they're everywhere. I'm surrounded by RVs. I'm looking out my window right now, and it's still a little light out here in Colorado. There are three IVs in my purview <laughs> right now. Are there any elk? No, no. There. Uh, I did run into a couple coyotes last night. Not the kind of coyote we want you to be, Porter, but the uh, real life coyotes. Um, no, I, we will. Uh, so that little shit dog ears get eaten by a coyote yet? Not yet. <laughs> not yet. And I know. People love to hear about other people's dogs. Final, I guess, final diabetes questions. I got, I've got two. The thing that I was always interested in is, is, so some of us on this podcast have blacked out from drinking before. Some of us did after a Gaslight Anthem show last Saturday as a full-grown man. How do you monitor your sugars if you're in the middle of a blackout? Is the answer just don't blackout? In general, but, but the blackout's going to happen. I mean, right. now, right. now, what, what, what I you'll get, you'll receive, get no argument here on that. What I didn't receive in uh, pancreatic functionality, I got fucking doubled down in my liver functionality. So, like, I, I, I think it kind of evens out a little bit. I don't know. Um, I mean, there's been times I've <clears throat> woken up in the dead of a blackout, like completely covered in sweat, knowing that I came probably really too close to dying, but it was worth it. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've been there. Uh, by the way, by the way, type one diabetics. It's like a it's like a Freemason like community. If you want me to get in touch with Brett Michaels and get him on the show, you guys let me know. Holly Berry, she's a little busy, but there, there's only a few of us left. So and I mean, and the most, the most, yeah, you guys do you do drop like flies. Wait, so you could just get a hold of Brett Michaels because you're diabetic, and meanwhile, Reg has spent thousands upon thousands of dollars trying to meet him and has never met, met him, him twice. Met him yeah, twice. Incorrect. <clears throat> met him twice. I bought the shirt off his back once. All of, our, all of our glucometers are all linked. So it's, it's, yeah, it's no problem. It's like the, uh, it's like the net in Westworld with the, the whisper net in, in Westworld where they, you could communicate through all the hosts if you could just hardwire into one. Is that too deep into Westworld? Moving on. Wait, it's uh, not really like Westworld's a metaphor for diabetics. Is that what, have I not been getting that? Huh? That's a new theory. 
Hmm. Put that on the list for next week. Yeah, get that under the correction. So, um, all right, we'll get into, since you're struggling to survive diabetes, this is is struggling radio. Sometimes it's known as dumpster radio, fart box radio, cum dumpster radio. No, it's not known as any of those other things. What was the second question, Reg? Oh, there was a second question, yeah. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the producer has shown himself to me. Based off of the little you know about Porter in the 800 hours that we packed into just four episodes, um, do you think he'll end up as a diabetic? Truncal obesity is probably in his future. He's not there yet, but he'll be truncal. No doubt about you, it. You know, you know when people say, hey, no offense, but X, Y, and Z, it, it, it's kind of one of those things. Like, listen, I've, I've never met Porter. It. It sounds like he's got a, he, he has a beautiful voice for the radio and podcast, but mm-hmm. it, it almost sounds like there's a little bit of like Crisco in the throat, which makes me think like something unhealthy <laughs> is going on, like some congestive heart failure, some obesity, something else is is underlying. And it tells me Wilford Brimley type status is in his future. There's there's always time to change. So, um, I, I, you know, that's the positive message here. But no well, offense. Wilford, no well, offense. let me give you a little. little uh, here's how oh, I shit. my life. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, there, there might be some issues. I'm not like living a Mark Wahlberg type lifestyle. <laughs> why is Why is Mark Wahlberg your reference? The man is five four. Yeah, but he's in amazing condition. He's impeccable shape. Come on. First, yeah. of, all, first of all, your your first go to, at least on this show, is either Cena or The Rock. Yeah, you but we've that. already talked about them, so I'm. You can talk about them again. All right. Well, anyway, so here's here's how I figure it. Uh, yeah, I'm not in perfect tip top condition, but the the rate that technology is advancing, I figure it's going to be ahead. So I, I mean, if you're diabetic, all you got to do is hang out for a few more years. They're going to cure that thing. And, uh, you know, they're going to get rid of congestive heart failure. They're going to have new mechanical liver. It's, it's, uh, you know, you just got to bide your time a little bit. You can't be too crazy, but just know that technology advances at an exponential rate nowadays. I mean, other than where the fox lives, it really moves. And uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm not too worried about any of that. We couldn't save Walter Payton with a liver. Sweetness. (laughs) He died like 25 years ago. Which, hey, special, uh, special, special information, which we can cut this out if you'd like me to, Wilford, is it was, was it your grandfather that pay, played for the Bears or great-grandfather? Oh, no, that was uh, Grandpa Joe Susie. Uh, Did any of them have slaves? Oh, we No, no. See, they were upper penin- we were Upper Peninsula white, like, uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, poor coal miners. We were the slaves up in Michigan. And... Um, but no, like he, uh, he, he got invited to play for the bears as a running back. And then, uh, he, he had to quit because like he couldn't support his family and he enlisted in the Navy in order, because he made more money as an enlisted man at the bottom of the, at the bottom of the ship in Southeast Asia, uh, during Jesus. World War II than he did in the NFL as a running back. Yeah. Jesus. Now just, I wanted to clarify, uh, and any slaves, this podcast is against slavery. We are a pro union podcast. Fuck Kansas. Yep. Struggling celebrities. Um, the first one is the gentleman who stole a plane. Oh, I just pulled up the article. We in the Seattle airport, <laughs> flew it, did barrel rolls. This is like a dude that just kind of drives a thing that brings the plane out of the out of the parking spot. Stole a plane, 
did barrel rolls, flew it for like an hour by the Cascades by Mount, around Mount Rainier in Seattle, and then, of course, crashed it and died. Fox, this is like what we used to do in college when we were drunk, times like a million. This guy's a times fucking a amazing million. person. This, yeah, guy, this guy's I, impressive. This yeah. guy's great. I mean, I was following it in real time, drinking some beers and just listening to the auto commentary as it was coming in. I don't need much help. I've played some video games. It was one of his main topics. Like, yeah, no, I mean, that's amazing stuff. I, mean, I, I was blown away. I mean, how do you do a barrel roll at a 747? Is that even, I mean, you could do that. This guy can, because uh, yeah, he played video games. He, he's, I'm just a broken guy. I got a few screws loose, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't think he's got. I think this guy might have had a lot of potential. Um, um, so, yeah, he anyways, just, he 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 did. He must have just started drinking recently. He just he overdid it. He didn't learn. You know, he didn't know how to handle his alcohol. It must have been what happened. Like some of his comments would be like, if anybody on this show was doing this, and the controller's telling him to turn left, and he's like, "Hey, this is probably like jail time for life for me, huh?" I would hope it is for a guy like me. And he said, no. "I don't." He should have been like nominated for like the cabinet. I don't want to hurt no one, which amazing, <laughs> amazing grammar on his part. And then one time he threw up. He's like, "Oh, I threw up and passed out for a little while." Like, <laughs> yeah, this yeah, guy. See, yeah, because he, he hit six G's. It's yes. great. Made a bad and, decision. And the barrel roll is is really great. I, Fox, I if th- you had a seven forty seven yourself, you'd drink a lot of those mini vodkas, probably, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got all of them for you. There's no one else in the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you? There's no way he was sober. That, that's no. I, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I like, like I couldn't. So I played the. I played Top Gun for Nintendo NES, the Ridge, and like I didn't. I didn't live very long. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Listen, let's just get right to the best quote here where he said, yeah, I don't know what the burn is. Burnout is late on takeoff, but yeah, it's burned quite a bit faster than I expected. When he looked down and he started it, he had 30,000 gallons and now he's down to 2,100. He was on fumes when he threw it into the island. That's so fucking great. Where did he crash exactly? I didn't figure that out. There's a ton of islands in the sound. Like there's 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 some that people live on out there, but there's there's some of them that are just totally unpopular. I mean, the sound is basically the fucking Pacific Ocean. So, um, let's well, really just... test all the airplanes and stuff, right? Yeah, Boeing is right over there. So if you ever land in Seattle, you drive. That Boeing has their own airport. Horizon Air, by the way, the shittiest of all airlines. So not surprised by that, but just this dude's ability to pull a lot. Hey, of shit did you off. know there's an airline called Porter Airlines? Yeah, <laughs> you know where it goes to Toronto. Well, from Midway to Toronto, Porter I, Airlines. I think we know where our next live show is. I'd love to do a live show from Montreal, and I yeah. know some of us have been to Montreal. Uh, I haven't, but I've been to Toronto on Porter Airlines. Brimley, have you been to uh, Montreal? Good, good answer. Think about, uh, think about that. Think about it. Yeah, do whatever you're doing. Maybe Fox, you're have you ever left the country? Oh yeah. To Branson, yeah. by the way, Branson is in this country. Just so you know. Where have you been, Fox? Good. We're getting Bermuda. Yeah, okay, <laughs> different country. Thank you. Why, why were you so hesitant? 
about Bermuda. He thought it might have still been in the United States, I think. Um, he thought maybe it was a potentially a territory of the United States. All right, moving on. We got nothing on Richard Russell. But Richard Russell, we here at Struggling Radio salute you. Yeah. I think we, uh, Can we give out an award to this guy? What kind of award would you want to give out? Purple Heart. I don't think it's a Purple Heart award. He's definitely a goddamn combat vet. He flew, he flew with two F-16s for like an hour. Yeah, you think that's purple? And they heart? were and they and they were not friendlies. They were there to shoot him down. Mm-hmm. He's a combat vet by all standards. He was on U.S. land as a U.S. citizen. He was yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, I feel like Wilbert. I'm sorry that I upset you. <laughs> I, I thought Struggle Radio was about the veterans. All right, this guy is a fucking U.S. veteran now. Yeah, I think we lost a good one. I think I'd rather have Richard Russell still around. Like, if you see his picture, by the way, he looks like a fucking <laughs> rager too. Like just, just you know, how we all. I think everybody has a switch at some point where they're just every now and then. Because I, I flicked it a couple times in my life. Well, think about this: if you worked at an airport and all these planes are flying in and out, would one day just be like, you know, I kind of want to give that thing a little test drive, <laughs> right? You know, and then he probably just did it, and then he was like, "Fuck, I don't know how to get this thing down," and then he just crashed into some island. He didn't kill anyone other than himself, but you know, that'll happen. Yeah, but he knew he knew that he had 760 pounds of fuel left. He needed to climb to 5,000 feet in order to accomplish the barrel roll, and he fucking nailed it. Like this guy's been on simulators. Like, so he, yeah, he's got to be. He's Russian. I don't. I don't. You know what? I don't get play, rid of him. But I think your rent, your newer video games are more intense than the NES Top Gun. I don't want to go on a limb there, but I think your flight games uh, are a little more intense, where you have to monitor things like this. Anything more with two buttons, I'm kind of fucked. But. Um, all right, so Richard Russell, we got to come up with a name for the award, so let's think about it, because I don't think it's the Purple Heart. I think they already have one of those. Uh, How about the Silver Fox Flying Under the Influence Award? <laughs> it's not fucking bad. It's actually not bad. Our second struggling celebrity, and I don't know how much time you all want to spend on this, because I could talk about it for hours. I, You know, Josh Hader, we started out with Josh Hader, who was – Quickly followed by like three or four other racist baseball players uh, on their on their Twitter feeds, which is why it's struggling radio is very careful with its Twitter feed. Um, though we do put out dick penance. By the way, dickpenance.com. Get your dick penance. Gate sports bars. Call us. We have them. We'll make them. The embargo with China is over. China will make us dick penance. Um, yeah, you put in that order. Good luck with that. The, uh, well, Those dick penance from China aren't going to be very big, by the way. <laughs> that's I think that's the name of the episode right there. <laughs> oh my god. I'm writing that down. Big oh Pettis from China. <laughs> like how do we segue from that? Uh I guess we do we talk about Heather Locklear now? <laughs> And how she's been in trouble. <laughs> yeah, struggling celebrity of the week. It's definitely. So we have the struggling people, a struggling individual, <laughs> who, by the way, we don't think is struggling. Richard Russell, we salute you. Heather Locklear. Um, I guess just I'll run through a rap sheet, and then we'll go around the horn and get some comment, comments on Heather. So Heather Locklear, arguably one of the most beautiful women in the world for most of the 80s and 90s and a little chunk of the 2000s. I, in my opinion... She destroyed two bands. She married one of the finest drummers of our generation, Tommy Lee. She had a matching mullet. She married Richie Sambora in the Keep the Faith early 90s years for Bon Jovi. 
Uh, and just recently, uh, she had assault and battery on a cop. Uh, she ki- it was a male and a female cop. So she kicked one, the male to the cock and the female to the cunt. And she, and prior to that, did she they taser? Rat- How did she get away with that much kicking? She wears like 110 pounds. Wait, wait, Reg, Reg. She called the female officer a cunt and kicked the male female the male officer in the nuts. Let's hey. Using that I'm word saying, to using that word to a female is just like kicking them there. Hashtag true. me too. I just, I'm, sa- I'm, save, I'm saving you face. I'm just, yes. That's all I'm doing. Face. But face saved. We, I'm sure we would have caught that in corrections. I'm really good at it. <laughs> yeah, you're on, you're on top of your game, Fox. <laughs> he didn't even listen to the full last episode. That he wasn't even on for the last 10 to 20 minutes. Uh, she has two hit and runs. I think she has two DUIs, and some of the D, like the hit and runs she didn't get DUIs for because she probably was Heather Locklear. She she recently destroyed a Porsche, um, and then so after she got she, she did she did the cock kip kick and the cunt name calling, and I'm just reporting here just so everyone knows I'm reporting what's in the article. Um, her boyfriend was driving drunk an hour later, um, right after she was arrested. Which yeah, he had is, things to do. And <laughs> to get somewhere. How do these people in the Hollywood Hills not have Uber? Especially, where was he going to the police station? Just Uber there. Um, now, I also want to Because his car was right in the driveway. That's why. But just people just said, there's my car. People will come get you. Yeah, but the car was right there. Uber wasn't. He's got a point. The most amazing thing about this whole story that I didn't realize is that Heather Locklear had been on TV since like the early 80s. TJ Hooker, were you not a fan? Never saw it. Dynasty is one of the most famous shows ever. I didn't realize she was on that. Yeah, by the time she had gotten on Melrose Place, she was like established. Yeah, how about that? I didn't know that. I mean, I first noticed her at Wayne's World 2, I believe it was. <laughs> was it that one or was it Wayne's That's... World 1? Uh... <laughs> I actually don't know the answer. Wayne's World 2, the biggest star of that movie, in my opinion, was the Naked Indian. And not just because we support Native Americans here on this podcast, and we support nudity. Really? You don't really support them. You want to murder someone on Native American land. I want to take advantage of a legal scenario on their land while frequenting their casinos. Listen, guys, I I did want to bring up that I think a, a great way to kill somebody would be with a vial of insulin. In what, what's that um, that dead zone in Yosemite? I think it's in like the state of Utah where you cannot yeah. get convicted of a serious crime. Listen, you give you give like somebody like five or six units of insulin in their sleep, it, even if they notice it when you hit them with the shot. By the time they wake up and try to run out into like the legal zone, they'll be dead. Like it's you can't go wrong. Just say we, we, we got. I didn't, think about, I didn't think about it. Like I just it just came to me just now. But go ahead. No, wow, the article that's brilliant. So to, to clarify for everyone, we, that article was actually sent to us a couple times because, believe it or not, we have listeners. I'm shocked every time. Um, there's there a kill is, zone? There's a portion <laughs> of Yellowstone that is managed. Correct me I if I'm wrong. Somebody. Yeah, you did. It's Yellowstone. Uh, <laughs> but we would have got it in corrections. Yeah, um, we, we would have picked it up. <laughs> sure you would. That, that, by the way, you said Utah, which is nowhere near fucking Yellowstone. Um, in the, I meant in, Idaho. Idaho and Idaho. Utah. Hey, they both start with vowels. of the Mississippi, so I mean. <laughs> they both start with vowels. Give me a break. It's the Malbec and, and Fireball. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, wow. You might Malbec as well have and Mal- Fireball? That's a hell of a combination. You, you might as well have Malort. You got insulin shots laying next to you. 
God. Uh, so there's a portion of Idaho of which is in Yellowstone resides within that crimes have to be to uh, be decided on by a local jury. Now, because it's in Yellowstone, there are no local residents, so there would never be a jury to technically try you for the crime of murder. It's just some old ancient law, and several people. And now, I the question is that I have for the fox is. It gets very cold in Yellowstone in the winter, Silver. So do you want me to change my location? I think maybe a, a snowmobile trip to, trip to Yellowstone is a shitload more believable than your trip to the Northwest Territory that you're hoping there's icicles, that you're only going to be there with one other person. The salmon aren't running in December in Sasquatch. <laughs> no! <laughs> And I'm not a detective, but I've watched a shitload of Law and Order SVU, and it is—it's just obvious. Hey, you came back; he didn't. Oh, he stayed there longer. You did it. But no, I thought yeah, that, that whole plan is—it's solid, Fox. Don't worry. I mean, you could do it in Idaho, Canada. I mean, it's going to work either place. It was more gotta, about the—it was more about the murder weapon, guys. Yeah, it's just you get, the key is finding the icicle. Once you got that, you're set. <laughs> Yeah, but you guys have all played Clue. There are a lot of elements to a murder. It is not just the weapon. It's who's doing it. Uh, and first of all, I'm not convinced that, that as a borderline twink fox, you've got the strength to plunge an icicle through someone's eyeball, but also the location, the library, or the conservatory, or wherever you commit the murder, be it Northwest Territory or Idaho. Um, we went from Heather Locklear to twink stabbing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, what, did I miss something on the twink? You're close. What's what's your weight? What's your right weight right now? Uh, I'm uh, I'm like 168. You're close. Oh, you, you might get... have type one diabetes, dude. You should go check that out. <laughs> have you gone to a doctor recently? Is there insulin in beer? I think I'm or AIDS. Could be AIDS. Um, we'll get we'll get to sexually transmitted diseases now that I know it's on the table. Um, so to finish on Heather Locklear, I, I want to run through her rap sheet. So not just a rap sheet, like her, who, she, I guess her lovers. Can we say lovers on this podcast? I think we can. In the eighties, she's done very well. Scott Baio, Charles in charge, David Spade, who for some reason just tears through chicks, uh, Mark Harmon, summer school, uh, or NCIS, Tommy Lee mm-hmm. Sambor. She, she really did destroy the eighties. The, my favorite thing, and I put this in the outline so Richie Sambora, guitarist for Bon Jovi, who those for those who don't know, you know the ooh wait, that's called a talk box. That's Richie Sambora making that noise. And he released the best solo album. It's a phenomenal. I suggest you all listen to it right after Heather Locklear dumped him via publicist. How long ago was that? Because Bon Jovi's been sucking for a while. That's my point. So this you thank you, Porter, for this transition. So she broke up with Tommy Lee, I think, in 1987. And that's when Molly Crew got good again. Disagree. Well, hold on. Let's see. No, she was married to Tommy Lee, 86 to 93. Good. So Dr. Feelgood came out in 1991-92. I haven't had a great Molly Crew album since then. Yeah, but the, he, tours, the touring got better. Yeah, but you know what they're playing? Dr. Feelgood and Before. So oh. she she was the inspiration for a phenomenal drummer. And then Bon Jovi has, has been making basically country songs 
since the fucking divorce from Heather Locklear. She could be the Yoko Ono of our generation. Controversial statement. statement. Hashtag struggling. Hashtag dumpster radio. Have you noticed, by the way, that on Twitter, you know, to the fans, we have a Twitter page now. And Mm -hmm. uh, he he always tags that the struggle is real. And there's a lot of people out there that tag that. I know. I got, and this is just a topic for future, but I got a beef with a lot of people that tag that. (laughs) A lot of people are putting the struggle is real with some bullshit ass comments. We we also, we tweet at Trump a lot. Now, tonight after this show, I'm going to tweet at Kellyanne Conway. I think that's another option for us to really grow our listenership and get the hats out there, monetize it, get Speaking the mansions. Speaking of Kelly and Conway, she kind of looks a lot like Heather Locklear, doesn't she? Thank you. That's exactly where I was going. With wow. <clears throat> Not bad. So we will get to the home run topic next, and we'll finish with Heather Locklear. We're going to go around the horn. We'll start with the Silver Fox. Who does she look like now? Because Heather Locklear, not that old, 56 years old. No By the way, she, she no, no clue. No clue. Uh, so, hey, do you know who Heather Locklear is, Fox? Yeah, <laughs> but okay. not in the last twenty years. Okay. She also was. A, I think it's important to know, like her last, in my opinion, her last real role in a in a show was on the finest lawyer show of our generation, Franklin and Bash. My cousin Mark, Vinny. Sorry, Mark Paul Gosler. No, you just live on the East Coast. Was she and my cousin Vinny? That's a great movie. That's Marissa Tomei. That's Marissa Tomei. So, okay, this is a great point. Marissa Tomei is the anti-Heather Locklear. She has, she has gotten more beautiful with age. Heather Locklear. No, listen, you, you were talking about the greatest lawyer show of all time, or of, of recent memory. or the Franklin Bash. Yeah, sorry. I just, I just said it. Okay. Franklin and Bash. Franklin and Bash. Well, don't know. even try arguing with him. I mean, he's a fucking moron, so just let it go. <laughs> uh, really? All right. So who does she look like, Porter? Who would you compare her to now? Well, there was a couple of things that came to mind. Number one is the uh, the photo on the cover of our iTunes page for Struggling Radio. <laughs> that guy. I don't know who that guy is. But Could be anyone. Hey, Take off that mustache, and I think that looks a lot like Heather Locklear. <laughs> um, so that's one. The second one I was thinking is a personal, I believe, friend of the Reds's. Oh, boy. And uh, also one of the greatest, maybe the greatest wrestler slash lead singer of all time, Chris Jericho. Oh, my gosh. He is a friend of mine. He is a friend yeah, of mine. Yeah, yeah, I think she looks she, a lot like Chris she, Jericho right now. She does look like Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's so. not bad. I mean, she's Are not as strong. Like, I don't think she has the arm tone. No, she doesn't have the scarf but game either. Jericho's scarf she game. She might have the scarf phenomenal. game. She might have the scarf game. She's probably had a lot of work done, so she needs to wear scarves. Yeah, but as we all age, our necks get nasty. She does have to cover our neck up, her neck up at some point. Yeah, but she's had all those facelifts. Those facelift people wear scarves and turtlenecks. So maybe Jericho's she, had some work done and we don't know about it. But If she's drinking, thank you for that. If she's drinking so much, and probably, I think she's at least doing speed balls. I, I mean, allegedly, allegedly. Um, do you think she has time to shop for scarves? The time that, that the wonderful man that is Chris Jericho does? I don't know singer, Chris Jericho has no time, I would think. He's got a lot well, of time. He's got some. He, so a suggestion for this whoop, whoop podcast is 
Chris Jericho throws a crew. It's called the Jericho Cruise. Do we try and get involved in that action? Because it probably wouldn't be that hard for Silver Fox to reach out and say, hey, these guys want to do a live podcast on your cruise. Is it possible? Do we go on the Jericho Cruise? I mean, I'll leave it up to Fox. He's in charge of the budget. He's got too many kids. Yeah, but he's reinvesting all of our earnings into the show. Into, into moving his router from point A to point B. He has to draw a diagram for it. He needs an architect. Okay, uh, Brimley, who does she look like? So, I, you know, for <clears throat> like the Rim Tims and, and some of the other um, distinguished uh, participants in this podcast, like guest appearances, uh, we're, we're asked to prepare in advance. And this was this was the one thing that I like actually did some time investigating in. Which, by uh, the way, I don't know if you noticed, Silver Fox didn't read the outline. He goes, I don't no, know. No, he didn't even have the outline. There's no way he has the outline. And uh, Hey, Greg, I don't think he I, actually checked your email. I don't know. Maybe Thursday? <laughs> <laughs> he just gets honest answers. <laughs> Thursday Greg, of you... yesterday or last week? or When's the last time you opened an attachment? That's a better question. Oh, I, I was in the office today for a little bit, so I did check some emails. So I'll, it was it was today. Okay. okay, so another question, and we'll get right back to you, Brimley. When your computer turns on in the office, does it say Microsoft ninety nine on it? Asking for a friend. Hashtag. Oh, I have no idea what it says. It just says yeah. put your password in. I do it. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> he's working. He's working on a DOS system. All right, Brimley, who does she look like? Yes. Okay. So real quick, I, I, I refuse to look up like, because I, you, you brought up a name of Heather Locklear, like that's a flashback. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of like good pictures of her, you know, showing her good side. I chose to use like your page six article and the pictures based on the page six article were all I had to go with. And they looked a lot like mug shots, if you will. Not that I've ever had one, but they would, they would <clears throat> resemble one. And so what I came to realize was she looks like uh, Charlize Theron in Monster. Uh, that's number one. And number two, this is, this, it's going to be a little controversial, but it, it's like a cross between Renee Zellweger and Jerry Maguire and Corky from life goes on. Oh like, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, it's, she's, she's fallen from grace. So, wow. so, yeah, so I look at Tommy, Tommy like Lee. A that's a good one. Yeah. Dude, Tommy Lee looks up. great. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy Lee moving good. on to Pamela. But, I mean, like it's, hey, Red, it's, have it's you heard how Tommy he wins. Keeps getting beat up by his like stepson or something. What's going on with that? I have, I have heard a lot about that. That Tommy Lee's 50 some years old, you know, he can't keep fighting like that. So he's got some sort of, I don't know if it's a stepson or if it's a new white, but the guy keep, keeps beating the shit out of him. But also <laughs> the nature boy, Ric Flair was beaten badly by his real son. Badly. So let's also whoop, whoop for Ric Flair. Nah, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Uh, all right. Uh, all right, Reg, Reg so, who I've, do you think she looks like? So, Porter, that the picture in our iTunes profile is a man <laughs> wearing a Garth Algar wig. And my first thing was when I look at this, this page six article, she looks like Garth Algar without his glasses. <laughs> By the way, she fucked Garth Algar in Wayne's World 2. <laughs> right? Am I wrong about that? I, I think so. I I don't think our Wayne's World 2 knowledge is as strong as No, that's who was. She was in Wayne's World 2. 
I'm going well, IMDb <laughs> right now. I know they did. I know they did Wayne Stock in Wayne's World too. Um, I'm going to say a combination of Garth Algar and Gollum is what she looks like. Okay. That was the end of this segment. We're going to move on to the meat and the potatoes. What we all came here for. What we almost got a real live juggalo on this podcast. We considered it. And so we're going to, we're just going to, we're going to introduce the concept. It was Wayne's world too. <laughs> and that is confirmed. It is. Hey, it is hey, Reg, just for clarification purposes, Steven like Tyler was it, also in that movie. Yeah, Joe yeah, Perry. They, yeah, Joe Perry. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, the whole. <clears throat> do you guys remember the lineup for Waynestock without without looking at the website? I know Aerosmith. I think opened. Bob which Odenkirk is a shit. was in that movie. Heather Locklear played herself. Better Call Saul. Bob Odenkirk. Reg, I'll give you a thousand dollars if you can name the guy who played the naked Indian. That's a risky bet. Whoa, whoa! I, I, is this, is this a legit bet? I owe him ten thousand. So let's make sure he's. <laughs> uh, I do not know. I don't know. It's a. It's. I don't know. I only remember his butt. To be honest with you, and I, Larry I Sellers. Is that someone that people know? No, that sounds like a porn name. Yeah. He was born in Poshwaka, Oklahoma. Well, there's a lot of reservations down in Oklahoma, and we support them, and we'd love to have them listen and rate us on iTunes. Yeah, so, Larry, if you're out there, big fans. <laughs> hey, Fox. Yeah. Do you think you can, don't answer for him. Do you think you can get him on the show? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why not? Let's try. Let's, reach out, let's do that. Let's reach out to that guy. <laughs> um, so we brought it up last last time around. We wanted I wanted you guys to research what a juggalo was because to me it's incredible. We were talking about this is struggling radio. You're talking about struggling people. This is this is an, inc- an incredibly interesting segment of the population. So I'm just going to inform the audience what a juggalo is. You're using the word interesting very loosely, by the way. Well, I, I think I think we can have a lot of juggalo fans on this podcast. So you want to be very careful. All right, well, we'll get into that. I wouldn't bet on it, but we'll see what happens. Hey, family, bro. <laughs> so a juggalo <laughs> is essentially the juggalo is a fan of the group, the Insane Clown Posse, featuring, featuring Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope and a, and a variety of other members. But they're mostly, uh, they're mostly based out of Detroit. Here's a fact you guys probably didn't know. They came up with... Bob Richard. Do you guys know who that is? Should we? Yeah, he should go, we know? He goes by the name of Kid Rock these days. They started, they used to do shows together, Kid Rock, and in fact, uh, the Carnival of Chaos, the Insane Cloud Posse's first album, featured two songs with Kid Rock on them. Uh, neither here nor there. Is Kid but Rock the, still running for president? I heard he might be doing that. He wouldn't go against Trump, would he? Well, Can we maybe, just focus you know, on the juggalo? Okay, sorry. We can, Bob, <laughs> we can talk about Bob Richard another time. Well, what if it came to... Well, Bob Richard, speaking of Pamela Anderson, while Tommy Lee was in jail for 
for unfortunately beating Pam Anderson. So with his fists. That's um, when Kid Rock started fucking Pam Anderson. That's exactly when Kid Rock started fucking Pam Anderson. And they got into the fight at I believe it's either the MTV Movie Awards or Music Awards. Either way, defunct awards. It's amazing but, how we have such synergy between all our topics. It comes together. Yeah. <laughs> um whoop, whoop. So uh, stop. God, if he does it again, Fox, I'm just going to log off. Yeah. Yeah. I, I already left because of this segment and got a slice of pizza from the fridge. And I, I came back and he was still whoop whooping. I, yeah. Whoop. It's, 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 it's fresh. <laughs> well, Reg, so, okay. Keep explaining the juggalos and explain this woot woot shit. And then we'll be done with it. And I'll, you know, whatever. We'll give it. All right, so uh, very quick. The juggalos are a, a subsect of, they're, they're a group of people that are humongous fans of Insane Clown Posse. Um, which is, I guess, a rap group based out of Detroit, same t- same place that Kid Rock and Eminem came up. By the way, Eminem did a song with them too back in the day. They all came up at the same time. Um, and so the 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 Juggalos or the Insane Clown Posse for for since the year two thousand has done a like a three or two or three day festival of it's like any music festival, but Juggalos are a they identify as juggalos. That's who they are. They're people that worship the insane clown posse and paint paint makeup on their face. Sometimes they spray paint makeup on their face. And um, That's and because all, they're fucking morons and don't realize they should use face paint and they find spray paint, right? Right. We'll get into that. And it all revolves around um, the culture that was created by two in their 50s white men from not the ghetto of Detroit, the suburbs of Detroit. So, um, and it, it is, it is, has been, the Juggalos have been by the FDI, FBI named a terrorist organization. So basically if you're a fan of the Einstein Clown Posse, you live a lifestyle that's a Juggalo lifestyle. And I assigned homework last week to, uh, to, I guess last month probably, to the uh, members of Struggling Radio to watch a documentary done by Sean Dunn. Almost two documentaries, but then I realized only the first one really mattered. Thank you. Somebody, did somebody Thank say you. something? Uh, the, to watch the... Did he go into di- diabetic shack? Is that a real thing? <laughs> we got a diabetic sucking down fireball and eating pizza. So for all you diabetic listeners... Is diabetic <laughs> shack when you have too much sugar or not enough? Listen, listen. First of all, it was Fireball, Malbec, and Bud Light Orange, which tastes like oh, orange crush. Good yeah. lord. <laughs> yeah. So and and I chased it down with copious uh units of insulin, so I'm good. So no diabetic shop. I, I'm just a little gassy from the from the Bud Light. So go ahead. So just to give you a quote from Shaggy mm-hmm. to Dope. Juggalos come from all walks of life, from poverty, from rich, from all religions, all colors. It doesn't matter if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth or a crack rock in your mouth. Juggalos have often referred to themselves as a family. So, for all you guys that would like to understand what a juggalo is, just Google American Juggalo by documentary filmmaker Sean Dunn, who's done a bunch of other really cool stuff. It's all out there for free. Um, he spent three days at the gathering of the juggalos, I think in 2016, maybe 2015, uh, and just videotaped the juggalos talking to him. And what I wanted to do was get the cutting insight from the people here at struggling radio as to how we feel about juggalos and what you learned about juggalos. 
First, let's find out if Fox actually watched the video. Well, and before we continue, this we we opened this episode with the song "Hocus Pocus" from the 1997 album "The Great Malenko." So, Fox, did you even watch it? Uh, I made about seven or eight minutes into it. It's pretty good. That's not bad. It's not bad. That's all I needed to realize that whoop, whoop. it was it was fucked up. So, whoop, whoop. did you realize any of those people were members of your family? No, no, uh, no okay. I did not see anybody that you know resembled any member of my family. No. Okay. Is it because maybe they were hiding under face paint? Possib- possibly. Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a lot going on there at the gathering. You know, it felt a little bit like this whole Woodstock movement, but it, their whole background was effed up. So I don't know. You can say fucked up if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. What did you think about the girl with the tits hanging out with her hair? What was up with that hair? Can you be more specific? I don't know. It was like, one yeah, of them. I don't know. I mean, it feels like there's a lot of, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah. Um, so, did you learn anything, Fox? I I learned that they have thirty two thousand members on Facebook right now, followers. How many do we have again? Thirty two million. Yeah, we're we're much bigger than they are. But so <laughs> so just so you know, just the naked girl uh, Porter that is called spider leg style. That's how she was wearing her hair, and that's how the members of Twitch who often play at the Gathering of Juggles, which, by the way, the Gathering has featured, like, prominent artists. Like, Ice Cube played it one year, headlined it. I mean, before the Insane Clown Posse, obviously. Well, first of all, it's all about the Benjamins when it comes to rappers. It's true. Hey, hey, Porter, good good segue. Do you know, randomly, uh, I'm on the uh, World Wide Web, do you know how much um, the the hip-hop duo of Violent J and Shaggy 2 are worth right now? Let's see. Go around the horn. Everybody say their net worth. What do you think? Combined. I, I don't I, even know who either of them are, but I'll just that's say like four hundred sixty million. How much? Sixty billion? <laughs> four hundred sixty million? million? Uh, I say fifty million. Fifty million? Okay. I would say let's go with five hundred million. Hold on. Wait before we, before you dumb fucks continue. Can we establish is this Price is Right rules? Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah, okay. so I'm going to go so with one dollar. One dollar, yeah. I'm going to go with one dollar, and I win. Uh, but Reg, you were close. Uh, they equally split their thirty million dollar net worth fortune for the insane composite. They're and it's all tied to Juggalo worth, apparently. It's it well, it's all the gear. I mean, it's, it's struggling radio. The thing is, you guys are going to you guys are ridiculing the Juggalos, but we are building the same community here. Here, they're. Yeah, they're Come on, dude! Like 30, 32,000 people. That doesn't that doesn't fill the, like the Kansas State Fair. Well, no, we, first of all, we, first of all, we don't want anyone. To die, we don't want anyone to paint their face. We might want them to dye their hair gray, but we don't want them to paint their face. Would we call our fans the Struggleos? <laughs> oh God! You've been thinking about that joke all week, haven't you? I wrote it down. I wrote it down. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag struggle. <laughs> anyway, it's all the struggleos out there. Whoop whoop. Uh, yeah. Okay. We said you had to stop saying that. Yeah. Cause, can we get into that? So, why do all? Can you explain to me, anyone, why they say whoop whoop all the time? Are they fucking monkeys? What is happening? Well, first of all, 
careful with that. Uh, whoop, whoop. It's just family, bro. That's it's how family. monkeys talk to each other. They say, whoop, whoop. Have you been to the zoo recently? Uh, let me just give you a quote. I don't know if I've ever, I mean, I've been to the zoo, but I don't know if I've ever encountered a monkey actually saying, whoop, whoop. The, um, Fox, which zoo point. have you gone to? It's a... <laughs> I was in San Diego Zoo recently, the biggest zoo in the world. There was some woot woot going on. Wait, wait, wait. Can you verify that? Is that the biggest zoo in the world? In America. <laughs> there's a difference between America and you the world. You don't even know there's a world outside of America. Yeah. You don't even acknowledge Alaska, dude. That's America. It's not continental. I heard you say that once. If it's not continental, it doesn't mean shit to me. <laughs> I actually heard you say fuck Wom. Which I thought was whoa, way whoa except for the soldiers, except for the soldiers, except for the soldiers. Yeah. Well, no, we, I mean we're not standing with Fox. We stand alone. We're separate. From I'm, I'm military family, so yeah, Guam. I'm Guam's in my corner. Um, I think I want to read a couple of quotes that I wrote down from American Juggalo. If you guys are okay with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we actually need that. There were some that were very memorable. My favorite was the guy that goes. I'm on. I'm sorry that you have a bad pancreas. I'm on dialysis, man. My kidneys have failed me. Yeah, that guy's a real. Uh, that guy was a real hero. So this guy was. He's slowly dying from dialysis, but he didn't want to miss the gathering of the juggalos in the probably hundred degree humidity of Iowa. Um, I appreciated the pregnant girl with a smoke that said she was growing a juggalette in her belly. Um, no, she should have been shot. Fuck that bitch. Uh, oh, Porter, hold on. Jesus. Why the hatred? Was it the cigarette? Or was there something else that I missed? I don't know. I mean, she's blowing dudes, smoking cigarettes, and doing drugs while she's like four months pregnant. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that lady was bad. Uh, sorry if you want to be a fan of the show, Juggalo. That was we're, in we're, minute eight, I think, Greg. It's so, very quick. So then there's yeah, another guy that was was going through uh, how much, like, how important this is to him. And then he just goes, the other thing is, man, the whippets don't stop. And <laughs> I must have done about 60 whippets the last day. And people think we're stupid. Uh, the Here's a 21-year-old virgin, and that's what his shirt said. That's how I knew he was a 21-year-old virgin. And, he's, and the director goes, well, what, uh, you know, what do you like to do? He goes, I like to stab people. Yeah, I liked him. That was a good yeah. thing to say. But can mm -hmm. I give you my theory on what's really happening here? Yes. I'm okay, waiting so for here's it. what's really happening here. If you look at these videos, and these videos suck, but I mean, good for the guy that made them, I guess. But uh, what's really happening is there's a bunch of fucking loser dudes that go to a <laughs> fest, paint their face, and they find dumbass bitches. And the, the guy to girl ratio there's got to be like 20 to 1. Can't be good. Still, the girls still fuck every one of the guys. So that's all that's really happening here. It's a place for losers to go to fuck stupid bitches. I just, I don't, I think there's a lot of those statements that just as a show, we don't want to publicly support. Why? Guys, they're, they're welcome. These, these young juggalettes, please, <laughs> can you call them what they are? Juggalettes. The one girl said she like screwed like 10 guys at once. That's freedom, baby. That's that's making America great again, in my opinion. At once, think of the logistics. It's not easy, I'm sure. But I'm, I'm not a side on this, especially with the weight of some of those guys. Yeah, those yeah. are fat people. Well, exactly what I'm saying is they got no chance unless they somehow come up with this weird, insane clown posse like ruse, 
And then they get these stupid girls down there, and then they give them drugs. Listen, we're not going to treat the Strugglettes that way, are we? We're going to let them live their lives and be free. And probably, if you want to be on the show, Strugglettes, you just email us. We'll be on there. Yeah, we should uh, get a female on this show at some point. We got one lined up. We got one lined up. I don't know if she's ready yet. Uh, we have a couple yeah. lined up. Can you ever communicate with your with your talent about the things you have lined up? Who do you have lined up? Well, we're going to start a new segment, but we're going to talk about it later. We're not going to do that now. It's not That's the time great. or the place. Thanks for putting thanks for putting it on the outline. Well, uh, because Wilford is going to explain his opinion on the the juggalo juggalo. What do you guys call him? And I, listen, I got a mouthful of peachy right now. Jesus <laughs> what are your sugars at? What are your sugars at right now? They were low. They were low. Hey, okay. I had a question too for the diabetic dude. Uh, we had a segment <laughs> earlier in the, the name. Year, name is Wilford Brumley. Where uh. <laughs> Where Reg was trying to tell me you could bring uh, needles on a plane. And I said, I don't think you should be allowed to do that. And he said, well, what about diabetics? Yeah. And I and said, Suck well, it up, diabetes. <laughs> you know, what's more important? One person getting a shot or 3,000 people dying in a 9-11 accident? Is Listen, there- okay, that's a great question. And it's way better than the insane clown posse conversation that's going on. Right? <laughs> Dis- <Yeah>. Disagree. <laughs> I think I support the struggle of. All right. So the the first thing I can say about that is T, TSA is the one that decides all this. And I mean, I, I feel like all TSA agents should probably be required to all get picked up at their houses on a short bus and be driven to work and dropped off curbside at the airport. And when I say that, I, I like I must also apologize to all retards everywhere because having to share your bus with TSA agents would would no would it would be fucking insulting. All right, that's number one because TSA agents are like a combination of fucking Sergeant Slaughter and like um, who's the guy on, on Oprah, Doc Oz or whatever whatever his name is, Doctor Phil. No, it's not Doctor Phil on Oprah Winfrey. It's it's come on, what's his name? What's the guy on Oprah? I'm going to shock you that the Tom Cruise, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, there's a doctor on Oprah. It's like Sergeant Slaughter and him, right? It's like every time I try to go through TSA with like needles or an insulin pump or any of that stuff, they like hold me against my will as they try to tell me what is like fucking diabetic related paraphernalia. That's right. They they know better than you. Absolutely. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah, they know. I can tell by their, their forearm tats that they make a lot of good decisions. Listen, I'm I'm all for forearm chats. Like you should be a struggling radio. That's just my opinion. But TSA agents, they're they're the one population we should probably weed out. Like I I, I hear the insane clown clown posse crew, like the jugglers. That's up for debate still. But get the TSA agents off off of off of. Well, what radio. are the chances that a lot of jugglers are TSA agents? I'd say pretty. Good. Pretty high. Did you hear yeah. that conversation <laughs> and the jugglers were like, I'm a manager. How do you hear? I'm a manager. They must be managers of TSA. That's yeah, because I know there's like it. a conspiracy. Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory that like they're like there's a criminal organization. I just I don't think it's criminal. I just think they're fucking TSA agents. But then once you like can get past the 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 TSA organization, you get on the plane and then you know invariably you gotta shoot up. And like that's right. It, the, the reality is people freak the fuck out when you pull out a needle and lift your shirt up and shoot yourself in like in the abdomen on a plane. 
And yeah. just, just so everyone else knows, Wilford will spray insulin on you. And it smells, it smells awful. It smells, it smells like bad. It smells like Band-Aids. Yeah, Shouldn't it, it just like be Band-Aids. sugar water? No, see, you got, you're the opposite. You, you, got, it, you got it backwards. Oh. It, it, it brings the sugar down. Oh, so it's negative sugar. Educational yeah. podcast. Yes. It's a Wilford, negative have sugar. Have you ever thought about just getting the pump that just puts it in? Yeah, but I but I, I had that, and TSA would be like, um, "I'm, I'm going to sound like ignorant." TSA's here. fault again. It's back to the juggalos. They're like, "Man, you got to take that off. Like, you can't go. You can't get on the plane with that thing attached to your body. Like, yeah, what is that? Because it looks like a bomb. Right. You can't say that, but that's that's what they're insinuating. And so, like, I'm like, "Well, I can't take this off. Like, it's my bionic pancreas, you know." And they're like, "I don't know what that word is, bionic." And so. It's a losing battle. So you stop wearing a, a, an insulin-like delivering device if you're traveling on a plane every day for work. So, you know, like you get on the plane and all you have is like needle, needles and pins, right? Like you, you got to shoot yourself up. Well, I got bad news and- for you, Wilford. You're going to have to start <laughs> taking the train. <laughs> and the worst news is that the infrastructure here in the United States is so bad. That it's not we, good. That taking a train takes a really long fucking time. But the good news yeah. for you is that this Hyperloop is coming. So, you know. Oh, yeah, because Elon Musk is having a good couple of weeks. Yeah, he's, he's going to he's gonna be your spotlight tomorrow, next week. I, yeah. I guarantee you. Yeah, he's got some $100 million fines coming his way. <laughs> he's been fucking struggling. But, no, he's, about it. he's now hooked on heroin. He's done. Have you seen the pictures of him lately? He doesn't look good. He's not sleeping much. <laughs> he looked like you did in the Grand Canyon when I was what, like, listen, oh, dude. This guy might be dying. Is Elon Musk maybe a diabetic though? Hold on, say his last name again. Say his <laughs> last name again, real quick. Musk. Okay. I just one more time for the listeners, so we can hashtag it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of his, but I mean, he's had a rough couple weeks. Yeah, he could be a struggle though. I hope that he is. Whoop, whoop. Um, hey, Musk. If he if he uh, if we got him, that'd be big for us. Um, what could probably turn his year around. You're right. It'd probably be better for him than it would be for us. So he might so be excited is, to hear from us. This has been a very anti-Confederacy podcast since we've launched it several months ago. And again, I think we need to go back to the hundreds of downloads we have. So a lot of fans, right? We've gotten one email and several retweets by me. Uh, How many Twitter also, accounts do you have, by the way? I have a couple. That's not important. Don't tell Twitter that. Don't tell at Jack that. Um, we're anti-Kansas, we're very anti-Mississippi, very anti-Alabama, probably anti-Florida. I think this is an anti-TSA podcast as well. I think it, is we need to be. it is now. Huh? It does seem to be. He, yeah, I guess he was against that. So, uh, final thing on the Juggalos, because the Juggalos and the Juggalettes, the final quote that I loved was this dude... Later in the later in the documentary, said there's. I used to think there was nothing left good in the world, and I came to the gathering. And I saw all the titties, all the weed, all the fast food. I think that gentleman was the highlight of the. Podcast. He might be onto something there. He would absolutely be onto something. Yeah. There. So, where did they get all the fast food from? It's just it's like carnival food. Oh. Did you see the people that like brought their kids? I mean, what the hell is the matter with them? 
But, you know, I see it all the time. I've seen it at music festivals I've gone to where, you know, it's it's not a good place for children, but people always bring kids there. Why? Um, it's because they don't want to give up their life and they don't accept that they had children. Um, Maybe they just so can't they, afford a babysitter. But you can afford a three-day fucking festival ticket? Well, you got to pick and choose in life, right? But the uh, so the juggalos have been accused of being some sort of basically like a a gang um, and a a criminal organization. Yeah, that's horseshit. They're just a bunch of fucking douchebags. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't be worried about any of those people doing yeah. any type of terrorist activity. I don't know if they're smart enough. To no, they're not smart at all. I think we've we've covered this. I, I think American Juggalos. It's it's a funny documentary for 28 minutes, but you guys want to know some the 2018 lineup, if I remember correctly. So Guar played there. Uh, yeah. Yellow Wolf, which I think is like a famous uh, rapper person. Definitely famous. not famous. famous. Definitely not famous. famous. Uh, any, anybody killer? Uh, the who, uh, a tribute band, the who? Jimi Hendrix tribute band, Santana tribute band. <laughs> Um, Tech Nine. Tech Nine seems to go like every year. Um, let's look at 2017, which was bigger. Anybody Killer there once again. Vanilla Ice, Psycho Stick, much, Mushroom much Head, yeah. Mushroom Head, Kung Fu Vampire. Uh, maybe this isn't that good. And then these just sound like made up words. Like you're just combining them. I gotta be honest with you. Anybody Killer is there every single year. I feel like Joe uh, is struggling. I feel like they don't have a lot going for them right now. Yeah, we want to be clear that the Juggalos and the Struggalos are a different brand of people. Hashtag Struggalo. Um, could we get Porter? I know we want to get Porter to be a coyote. Could we get Porter in? Just imagine him spray painting. Porter, if we paid your way to the gathering, as they call it, would you go for a three-day trip whoop, whoop. i mean the woot wooting would make me probably kill myself but i think i'd have a real hard time with how bad those people smell i mean they, they don't look like they've showered for months and that's to prepare to go to this fest where you just sweat and do drugs and so, the one guy said he's quit jobs to go there i've quit jobs to go here probably at the tsa he just go. He just goes to move by another well, airport. Well, the good thing about that is, yeah, you can always get a job at a different airport. By the way, Cypress Hill has played this this festival as recently as 2015. All right. Well, Cypress Hill hasn't come out with a song since 1994. But you know, uh, would you like to be a rock star? Live hard. No, what year did that come that out? Was, that was 98. Is that really how long ago that was? No, it was it was 99. Uh, Sony Records. Fuck. Might be right. So many um, corrections on this show. That's what you're here for. Produce. Um, busy man. So our final verdict on the drug the guy almost said struggles. The the juggalos. Not good. They got issues. Fox. Yeah, they're a mess, man. They 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 need to like just start over, I think. Get a Brimley. new vision. Get a new vision that isn't revolve around fifty-year-old men from the suburbs of Detroit. Other Brimley. than the guy, the guy who is like about to die, I'll give, I'll let him slide. 
Guys, if you're about to die, just go out and drink. There was some irony. Like, in the first five minutes, there was a guy that had, I I believe they call them spider webs in his hair or whatever I said earlier, like, who was very eloquent and just talked about how this this was a great place and he was happy to be here. And then they went to a guy that was just like, all the titties, all the weed, all the bitches. Like, this, this, you should stick with the first guy, Brimley, Juggalos. If they're all TSA agents, my final statement. Final, all right, final statement for me. I spent a little bit of time as a Juggalo. I fucking love the great Malenko album. Uh, in, in 1997, I had an Insane Clown Posse, both shirt and bumper sticker. Uh, I support the Juggalos. Sox, you're going to have to cut this out. You're going to have to cut this out, all right? <laughs> we are a pro, pro Juggalo anti-Kansas podcast. I'll see you guys at the next gathering, of course. Wow. And uh, don't worry about it, Porter. You won't be there alone. I'll be there. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> and, and by the way, see Mark Wolber. I'll get in mile 22. The, Jesus. See, uh, all right, final. We're moving on to the final, final topic. Um, the, one of the reasons that Wilford agreed to Breon, because... As you guys know, we're middle-aged men with middle-aged problems here at Struggling Radio. Uh, Wilfred is a middle-aged single man enjoying, I guess, enjoying the dating scene until recently. Heterosexual. Heterosexual. Nothing against the twink or the bear. Or Do you the put diabetic on your Tinder profile? Uh, I put it as, as my list of dislikes on my Bumble profile. BDs. So I believe, because I believe what we're about to find out is Tinder is dead, right? Really? Yeah, that's what I'm told. So tell us about being a middle-aged man that looks like Gandalf in the single scene now. <laughs> Pros and cons, you think? You you called it middle age. It, Gandalf is middle earth. Oh, sorry, that's my bad. I got him confused. My bad. So tell us about... What, what are you at? What are you asking me? Uh, pros and cons of of being a <clears throat> so most late most of us on this podcast that lead this podcast we didn't even have cell phones when we were single very much. Yeah, listen. All right, here's here's the bottom line. This is this is the golden age of being a middle aged man in America by far. Thanks to Trump, right, Fox? <laughs> I second that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trump fixed everything. <laughs> Production's up. Yeah, I mean, also, 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 a point that I highlight on my on my Bumble profile is that uh, a dislike of mine is the Electoral College, so I don't vote for president. Good point. Good point. Uh, how do you feel about the Electoral College, there, Foxy? <laughs> I think it's a fair system. Yeah, I thought you would. Even for the state you live in, fair. We need an electoral college for uh, Illinois. Illinois just needs to break in half, honestly. You know, Illinois is a mess. Uh, it's, it's a mess. Uh, so we'll get right to the brass tacks here, Brimley. And you said you were comfortable with this. The clap. Have you had it recently? Listen, as, as, a, as both a, a diabetic and a recent um, recipient of Chlamydia, if that's what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I, I, I tested positive for both uh, very recently. <laughs> one, one, one was a shock to my system. The other one, not so much. Mm-hmm. 
area is in the future with technology, insulin, they'll have insulin that'll cure both at the same time. I don't know where you get your information from. Elon Musk uh, said that this is going to happen. Musk? Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Musk. <laughs> so uh, tell us how you found out. Tell us more about this situation. And then what did you do? Well, I got a pretty good idea how I found out about chlamydia. No, no, we know about diabetes. We, I want to know about, I, I want to know about the clap. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, this is no surprise. Like how you find out. You, you, you wake up, you wake up one day, and you're, and you're leaking like a sieve. I mean, there's, there's no way around it. Like, I mean, you went, you went to a school in Western Illinois, like to college. Like, I'm sure it was rampant. Like, you probably know what I'm talking about here. It, it, it uh. It's an, it's an affliction that is um, uh, common to what I found out over 3 million U.S. Uh, males and another 3 million U.S. females every year in the United States. Well, I already said U.S., so that's a redundant statement. But, um, yeah, it's, it's a very common common disorder and easily, easily cleared with um, just one gram of, of medication, which is the good news. Did, did they give you Zithromax for that? Did you, was it- uh, I, I, listen, listen, I am, I am a... Uh, non-denominational pharmaceutical um, uh, supporter here. So I go generic. I'm going to go with azithromycin, one gram, uh, two tablets, once daily for one time. And, and, it, and it goes away. So like it, this, this isn't like a big thing. The, the bigger thing is like turning around and having to like tell have us, the hard conversation. Tell us about the phone like, calls I, you had to make. I only had to make one phone call because I, I knew, I knew the judge, jury and executioner of, of set, uh, <clears throat> punishment. So how do you open that conversation? Where does it start with? How are you, or where do you go with that? No, 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 no. It's 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 much, much, much more passive aggressive. As in, like, hey, anything you uh, feel you need to tell me, you know. Some of us have never had to make that phone call. So what does she th- what does she say then? Do you or think he- she might have been a TSA agent slash juggler? Oh fuck, dude, juggler. Yeah, because I mean, I'm guessing that when people leave that fest or what do they call it again? The gathering. Yeah, the gathering. There's a lot of yeah, diseases lot there. Of diseases. Yeah, I know. See, 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 I'm not. I'm not worried about the juggalo connection or the TSA connection here. I'm just. I'm just worried about like the post forty year old um, divorce uh, uh, situation where like you know maybe they're bringing a juggalo into the bed. I don't know. Like you know they just get crazy at that point. But I mean it's a possibility. I mean it's it's a it's a it's a portion of the population kind of like at the villages, right? Like have you guys heard that statistic where the villages in Florida has the highest STD rate of any like county? It's, it's, a, it's a retirement community for our listeners. That's a retirement Correct. community. And what what uh, what what uh, Wilfred Brimley is referring to is that the rate of chlamydia and gonorrhea, both bacterial diseases much like bronchitis and sinusitis are um, are on the rise. The highest growing population percentage-wise per capita is the retirement community because they're just fucking like yeah. dogs in these, in these retirements. Well, plus the baby boomers are retiring, so there's a lot more of them than there are of us, you know. Well, and you got to worry about hep-, hep C with them. I mean, you've seen the commercials before, right? And like to, to your I haven't report, seen your commercials, report. but what's hep C again? <laughs> <laughs> is that the one Pamela Anderson got from Tommy Lee? Yeah. Bingo. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. But yeah, we, we can't make any claims on, on this podcast, I would That's assume. Right. But That's uh, right. like your point earlier, you were you were talking about like, hey, it's I'm okay or you're okay because like you won't get diabetes until it's curable. 
the good thing about getting something like chlamydia right now is to uh, Reg's comment, it's just a simple bacterial infection. But the, the issue is five years from now, uh, it's probably going to be pretty difficult to treat, I'm guessing. Right. And like El Capone come. died from it. So I he mean, died from syphilis. He died from syphilis. That's very different. Yeah. Same thing. Different story. Same thing. Yeah. It's not the same yeah. thing. That's fundamentally not, not different. But but it's becoming more and more back, uh, antibacterial resistant. So like you know, just like diabetes may be curable five years from now, something as simple as clapping your hands may be deadly. Like it might, yeah, it might be an Al Capone type situation five years from now. So like me getting it now, I'm okay with it. Me getting it five years from now, like when. Um, like one of the Rim Tims is going to get it. No, Rim Tim too. Um, oh, yeah, he's you know, getting that's it. A story. He's getting it. He's getting it. No, but no, no doubt about it. Just clap your hands when you yep. said that. He did. It's <laughs> called the clap, Greg. That, that wasn't that wasn't me for the record. That I think that was your your host. That was um, Reggie. That clap. I clap. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. God damn. Yeah. That's fucking woods. Yeah, I'm not clapping my hands for it. I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but it, at the same time, like. It's it's now out of my system. I've I've already had the uh, the, the re-examination, if you will, and confirmation that it is it 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 has been flushed from. So do, uh, does she come clean? Like, you know, hang on. What, what were you saying there? Saying. Does she come clean or does she come clean? I answer I answer. I mean, when you're in that phone, I mean, you can answer this question however you like, Brimley. But uh, you're making that phone call. When mm-hmm. at what mm-hmm. point does she say? How does that go? I've never had him have that conversation. I assume the rest of this podcast has it. Well, I raising hands, and it can be silent hands if you want. But how many people have had it? Had to have had the uh, actual uh, test done uh, for I've many of the SD Me, people. several times. Several times, right? It used to be the swab. Yeah. Have you had the swab? Yeah, painful. No, now it's just a piss test. It's, it's phenomenal. Oh, well, I've, I've, I lived in the era of the piss test, and I remember. I've never felt joy in my life. Like when the physician came back in and said, well, now it's just a simple urinalysis. I'm like, I know what that means. I know that that means yeah. I'm not getting a giant swab on my dong. You, you, you know, the, the good part about this is that you're married now. So like, I know all of this is going to get deleted from the podcast. So like, I'm really open now. Like, oh, no, 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 no. This stays in. She and by knows, the way, Red, for you, that swab is not that giant. <laughs> Irish curse. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> it ain't much. Actually, it is by proxy. You know. Um, what proxy? All the proxies. Uh, all right. So, so listen, to, to your question, uh, there was complete deniability on the opposing side of the table. And it's kind of like, well, you know, in, unless unless my fingernails, like, uh, were uh, infected and, like, I ravaged myself, uh, in, you know, along with the shampoo bottle one night. Like, I didn't give it to myself. So, like, you know, it, it was pretty pretty clear, like, who gave it to me be- due to the incubation period and, the you know, the time that it, like, presents itself. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I had nothing to, to lose by being very uh, forceful in my accusations, but there was a complete deniability on the other hey, I have a table. question for you, yes. Wilford. Uh, if... If uh, diabetes were sexually transmitted, how would you feel about that? I I would say uh, at this point, based on. I mean, wouldn't, like, wouldn't you just love uh, to have called the chlamydia girl and been like, hey, I got the clap, but guess what? You got diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> New episode title. New episode title. 
What, what's like the uh, X degree of Kevin Bacon? Like, I, I'm pretty sure because I mean, that's of, like, like spiking uh, the ball right in her face, like right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it'd probably work its way through like a third of the U.S. population at this point. Like, if it multiplied, like, like uh, the clap your hands. Well, if a disease moves that fast, they set tend to cure it. Like, look at AIDS. Where's AIDS gone? You know, so they, yeah, but measles is back. Yeah, well, that's because people don't vaccinate their children. Yes, yes. And this is a pro-vaccination But podcast. interesting yeah. enough, Jake Cutler doesn't vaccinate, so. Yeah. Well, where did he, where did he take us to? He t- can, I, can, I, can I ask you, Reg, where does, where does your podcast stand on, um, on, on chlamydia? Because, like, you, you seem to be pretty nonchalant about it. Like, you're just kind of like, well, yeah, we can just give it some antibiotics. Like, well, well, I think any bacterial infection, I think people should live their lives and be free. This is a freedom podcast, Grimly. So if you, if you want to not wear a bag and raw dog it and take the risk, I mean, that's a risk that I'm going to support because I know it's really going to be difficult for you to get HIV and AIDS as a heterosexual male uh, and not a drug-sharing uh, heroin addict or a needle-sharing heroin addict. So, hey, man, are we pro-chlamydia? We're hey, not pro. Well, maybe he shares pro- needles with diabetics. That's not a good idea. <laughs> good fucking point. So this leads into what will be the final segment of our show. And don't forget about drip dick. Flip. That's right where we're you going. That's right where we're going. We're going to close Brimley with, uh, so what you did is you had a problem and you handled it, right? So we, we believe in, Hey, if you're sick and if it's just because you're living a loose lifestyle, which I think your lifestyle is a little loose right now. Um, go get it handled. Well, I got a phone call from a, from, I guess his code name will be Drip Dick Flip. Uh, yeah, it's also his real name. Uh, and he confessed to having a discharge for five to six months. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. And he had been in pain for a very long time. So, again, this is an educational podcast. So, my advice to him was to get to the clinic. And instead of giving him a simple drink of antibiotics or a heavy dose of antibiotics where he just pooped for a day, they had to give him the shot and a couple of other things because he had chlamydia on fire, which is almost a disease that can destroy your, the intima of your urethra. So kids out there, if you're peeing razor blades or if your dick is dripping for five to six months, go to the clinic. Get well. Amen. We support you flip's well, not really the smartest guy is he yeah <laughs> you, named him. you named him the <laughs> i mean come on it's drip dick flip i mean he's called that for a reason <laughs> well he's called flip for one reason he's called drip dick for but another dick does not yeah so i mean just for the listening audience we call him, we call him flip and we're not revealing his real name but because he flipped a car in high school and almost died. And so he's always been called Flipper ever since then. Um, Should have died. Mike still he so, had the drick, drip but, dick. But do, you, do, you know, do, you know, do you want to know where his mindset is? It's a lot like Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels is on the record in saying I have, with regards to his diabetes, and I think there's a, there's a parallel between that and chlamydia here, like of not, of not giving a fuck about it. Like, Brett Michael said, quote, I have stayed in good physical shape by having mind, matter, and music over the disease. 
So, so think about Brett Michaels, like a snake charmer of diabetics. Like he just sings yeah, sweet melody. Uh, so, so I think you're giving Brimley, Brimley credit here. Here's what, here's what Flip doesn't have. He doesn't have a mind. <laughs> he does not have a body. He's got trunkal obesity. Like I've never fucking seen. <laughs> Fox, and, what are the odds that, uh, that Flip has diabetes number two pretty soon? Very soon. Oh. God, I don't know. Can we do an like an over under? I, I I'll give him sixty. No, I mean he's not huge by any means, but I mean he's on his he's on his way. But the thing he's is, kind, it's the rate of increase, though. I mean, he's the kind of guy that looks at a staircase and takes a deep breath, <laughs> and it's just like, ah, oh, fuck, those are there. Shit. Yeah, that's the difference. There's there's many differences between Brett Michaels and Flip. Like Brett Michaels, better looking, good hair. Flip doesn't have hair. Flip fat as fuck. Brett Michaels works out. Flip piece of shit. Brett Michaels good guy. Brett Michaels diabetes. Flip also diabetes probably. <laughs> um, Hopefully he bought a new house that's just a ranch. Sorry, is that word? So I think our next guest has got to be Flip. He's got to come on here and defend himself. He let he let himself go. The last time I talked to Flip, and this is a, a, a true story, is his. Did you, did you just get eaten? Maybe four years. <laughs> God, he's got. He must have moved the router back. Wait, yeah, you haven't talked to Flip in three or four years? No, 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 no. The, the last time I talked to him, I was like, how's things going? Uh, how's the house? You got a new baby, you know? I go, so where do you sleep at? He's like, ah, I sleep downstairs. And I was like, well, where does she sleep at? Ah, oh, she usually sleeps upstairs. <laughs> like, you're so, fucking 35 years old. And you oh, are you thinking that room? he just isn't capable of making it up the stairs? I'm not for sure. I'm, 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 I'm not for sure the reason. It's a possibility. Hey. So, uh, so for Brim, so Brimley, this is so this is a this is a man flipper. Just so you know, who lived in a house that was broken into two to three times, and he was robbed. But not only that, but right across the street, and I'm like right, like I'm looking at these RVs in my backyard. Right across Flipper Street, there was a quadruple, <laughs> quadruple. Murder, suicide, <laughs> homicide. They call it quadruple homicide. homicide. But he also set the house on fire, right? That had a lot to do with the homicide. Yeah, had a he ton killed three of them. <laughs> 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 he was the fourth. I thought he killed them before he set it on fire. He just like tied them up. <laughs> killed his wife, supposedly, or girlfriend, allegedly, allegedly. On- on spot and the actually it's kids. not allegedly he's in jail now i know he's dead no he's dead and yeah. the two kids burned in the fire because that's, that's how you would do a quadruple homicide and then you killed yourself so you know uh brimley he had a lot of trouble selling that house so he just lived in it and he just kept getting robbed over and over again. Well, I used to, I used to have this iPod, but it got it got. I used to have Nintendo Wii. It got stolen. I keep. I can't keep anything in the house. It got to the point. I'm sorry, Flip, if you're listening. It got to the point where they his entrance dropped him because he was getting robbed so much. 
<laughs> he could not get insurance on his house. He couldn't he get home insurance. So and then someone made an offer on his house, and he said no. Yeah. What? We got to ask him just about that. Someone offered him how much? Like 10000 below market, and he said no. No, it was worse than that. It was like one of those, like, we, we buy houses for cash. We buy, we buy, we buy shit houses yeah. across from yeah. murder, so murder scenes. He like some ridiculous amount of money. He said no. He didn't Listen, that's what, that's what... He sold the house. He, he lost money, but, it, you know, whatever. That, that's what that's what struggle radio should be about though like he's he's seems like he's having a difficult time he should be on like I, i'm i'm somewhat stabilized well, we've with been my, trying to with bu- my we've been building him up for a while we didn't want to bring him on too early yeah we want to he he's he's like the, he's like this is this is pretty much a wrestling podcast mostly but it's like the undertaker you're going to talk about him for five or six episodes and then finally paul bear is going to bring him out yeah we're going to bring him out it sounds like he's going to ask for money. He can ask for it. Well, here's the thing about him. He'll ask for it. We'll tell him. We'll give it to him. He'll come on, and then we won't give him the money. <laughs> Spoiler simple. alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. Pretty simple process. Yeah. Pretty simple process. All right, guys. We've done it. We've done this episode. Um, any final comments from anyone? No, I just want to thank the diabetes guy. He's had a lot of great information. Yeah. Brimley, yeah. you brought the heat. You brought the heat. Share, share, rate us on iTunes. Email us at strugglingradio at Gmail. Uh, the crew tonight is Wilford Brimley. Thank you. Say Reg, goodbye. Reg, do me a favor and close out on some Sabaton Battle of Bannoncock. I mean, it's, oh. it's about your people. I have a ginger. You are ginger. Your mom's ginger. It's about the ginger people. And the struggle is and real, I, and I and I think so. It's I think it's I'm gonna have a ginger kid too. I think I have a ginger girl. Girl number two might be ginger. So it's sabotage bringer of what? <laughs> it's like four months old. Yeah, it's looking ginger, bro. Um, hey, but you live in Colorado, so you got the head of the gingers out there, Eric Cartman. Yeah, Cartman. Which, by the way, your stance on Guy Fieri. Like that's the one person you wanted to be. I know you didn't make it that far, Fox. Uh, but the the TV character that Porter most wanted to be was Guy Fieri. Yeah, he gets to eat and drink whatever he wants all the time. Goes to all the best places. Yeah, and Bill Co chose Magnum PI, and I chose Hank Moody from Californication. So, right. hey, by, by the way, I wrote this down: Opie Winston from Sons of Anarchy, Ultimate Warrior, because of his fucking entrance was just unmatched, and Stringer Bell from The Wire. Yeah, but the way Stringer Opie went out was so bad, man. He got beat to death. Yeah, but he fucking married a porn star, dude. Come on, right? Uh, and I think Stringer B went out weak too and I think Stringer B was weak he didn't support Avon and he sold him out Stringer Bell made it to the end that's a whole check your one that's a whole no Stringer Bell's dead Stringer Bell got shot they put Omar and uh, Brother Maison on him yes Stringer Bell's gonna be the new James Bond so you you're thinking are you thinking about Marlo Mm -hmm. motherfucker you at least season five Uh, he Barely makes season. He dies at the end of season four. He doesn't. He doesn't make season five. Fucking build all the condos of Baltimore. Baltimore's beautiful now. Um, it's actually not. It's kind of shitty. Yeah. <laughs> check, check check the recent riots. Um, all right, Fox. You got anything else? Hey, stay tuned. We got some good stuff coming in the next couple of uh, uh, what, what episodes? 
Anything specific, producer, that you'd like to share? Uh, it's called What Have We Found in Your Asshole? It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. We've got some doctors, we've got some nurses, we've got some ER people, and it's going to be fucking good. We got ER people. We're bringing females on the show. I know we swear a lot. I know we're probably misogynistic. We have some female fans. They've volunteered to save us from this. By All the right. way, last week you said your the podcast was pro Me Too movement. I don't want to go that far. So <laughs> you're you're alone. Just healed that movement. Yeah. <laughs> Classic fucking heel move. Anything final, Porter? Uh nah, I'm out of beer, so I guess we can end it. Uh so we got some stuff we'll talk about for next time or we'll probably record in a couple weeks. I think we really got to talk about days we should have died. I think that has some legs, but oh, I think, shit. yeah, we need Flipper for that because there's a real story that is unbelievable with him. Yeah, uh, days we all should. I mean, gosh, uh, Brimley. And by the way, Brimley, will you come back down the road? Will you come back on this piece of shit podcast? I, 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 I will only come back if it's in conjunction with the Rim Tims. I got much love for those boys. We'll bring you back with them. They've learned their lesson. They're very hesitant about what they'll say, but they're going to be more professional next time. Um, okay, that's it. I mean, and by the way, it, when we talk about times we almost died, don't die from diabetes. Die from something yeah. else. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, don't don't let the big diabetes get you. A a pro diabetes, anti diabetes podcast. A anti Kansas li- podcast is what I learned today. Right, Livabetes. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't know where we land on the juggalos. We are radio struggling at Twitter. We are struggling radio at Gmail. This is it. We're doing it. Presenting a way to make life a lot simpler. The Clapper. Turn on a light as you enter the room. Turn off the TV without getting up. Turn on the music. Just about anything. Simple. Turns things on and turns things off from anywhere in the room. The clapper's easy to use. Plug into the wall. Insert the plug from your TV, stereo, just about anything. Then, tune to your room. The clapper is perfect for hard-to-reach places and makes a great gift. Simple. Clap on, clap off, clap on, clap off. Give it a big hand. The Clapper is available at Canadian Tire and Eaton's. The Clapper makes a great gift for friends of all ages this holiday season. Get your Clapper today.